Welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast with your host, Coralyn Jewell, a number one international best-selling author, director, porn star, swing club owner, and lifestyle coach. We'll delve into all topics related to the adult industry. Everything from porn, panty selling, custom orders, webcamming, swinging, BDSM community, polyamorous lifestyle, and more. Intrigued? Curious? Coraline is an open book and will share her experiences and knowledge in the world of sex. Let's welcome your host, Coraline Jewell. All right, you guys, welcome back for another episode of Hanky Panky, hosted by Coraline Jewell. I am Coraline Jewell, and we are again on location in Las Vegas, as you guys can see behind us if you come to YouTube. And um, always looking for unique and different guests for our show. And um, let me just tell you guys, I'd like to welcome Brian, okay? And I'm just going to say Brian, and the reason I say nothing else after that is because this man will blow your minds. He has been... literally. <laughs> he's literally been in this industry from the beginning. He has seen it all. He has seen things that we've read about. He has seen magazines. He's seen clubs open and go, and he's seen the judgment, and so... I couldn't resist not bringing him on to the Hanky Panky podcast because we are here to talk about the adult industry. We talk about the swinger lifestyle. We talk about experiences that we've seen, things we've done, things we shouldn't do, and how we learn. It's all about educating people that we learn from our mistakes and um, what we see others do. And I think that you have probably seen way more than I've seen. So, Brian, thank you so much for coming to our show. Well, thank you for having me. But you're learning really quickly of what I've seen so far. That's actually pretty good and the right way. There we go. All right. So um, I'm going to kind of like take the floor. We'll start with that. I want you to give my guest a little bit of history about, you know, why you think that you could be an exact like an example of helping people entering the adult industry. I'm not making mistakes that you've seen. Does that make sense? So where you come from, your background. Well, one of the things I would always say, Bill Margo, my my old co-host, I would say my mentor, who was the leading authority on the X-rated business, the reason people trusted him, including the mob, uh, is because you couldn't buy him. You couldn't bully him. He could cut you with a knife with his writing. He was that great, and he was probably one of the best marketeers ever. Actually, he was until this day, still to this day. And I learned a lot of things. He came up with things off the top of his head. He was the only one to go in 1986 in front of the Mies Commission to talk about the adult industry why it was there because people still don't know today shooting porn in Vegas is still illegal. The only two legal places is Los Angeles and New Hampshire. Believe we did not. not shoot any porn here in Las Vegas. I plead the fifth. Okay. No, but hey, it's what they don't find okay, out. So, it doesn't matter. So with Bill Margo then, um, how did he find you? Like, why does he pick Brian and Brian? What is your daily job then back in, was this 1986? What's your job working for them or 1990 or? Well, when, when I, I, it's it's interesting. I saw Bill in 1991 at the AVN show. What I were was, you doing there? I was filming. I was the only press person credentialed to do, if you remember, ever heard of the CES show? Yes. Consumer show? Well, they used to go hand in hand. It used to always be the first weekend of January. Okay, so you were not an adult performer. You were there um, behind not the scenes then. as media. Not, not then. And then you crossed over. See, you well, guys, I told you there's too much thought to well, lot to Brian. I crossed over because... There's always a guy who can't get it up, and I would always escort my friends, make sure that they were safe, make sure they had their keys, wallet, uh, everything else. 
So I always wanted to see what it was like to be that person protecting them, helping them make sure they got to and from, and also driving them safely. Because so there was horror stories where people didn't get to locations. Exactly. So here's my here's the, now it's starting to make sense to me. So you kind of were like me. I started behind the scenes. I wasn't an assistant to anybody, but I was behind the scenes and seeing what meant behind the scenes before I crossed over in front of the camera. You want to be good at everything. You learn everything. Exactly. You so now it's hard to do that now. So Brian finds you right at the AVNs. I find. I mean, not, I, well, I see Bill Murray Bill, finds you. I see him the Bill year before. Had no idea that he and I are going to be partners for like twenty years. I had no idea. And you just did everything from. Well, we sw- we started our. Um, I started movie reviews in more October nineteen ninety three. We did our first show in, in April of nineteen ninety four when I came back from Australia, and he Bill on the mainstream side was writing movies, legitimate movies on Hollywood Express. Okay, so, and then it came to the, then it was also the adult industry as well. Yeah. Okay, He was always on both sides. And I learned from him to be on both sides. Now it's making sense. And so from all of that history, that takes you to now on the front of the camera. And then also now tell us a little about where you're now with podcasts and stuff. I know where I'm going with this. Podcasts, radio, TV, online. We are the best in the world. We finished 15th yesterday. Uh, so Ryan Seacrest beat us, uh, Joe Rogan experienced a comedian that beat us because Joe's been doing his podcast since so now. How many different podcasts do you have? Uh, as of today, I've done, I've done 244 episodes podcasts, for one podcast today. Okay. And then I've done, I've done 10 in-studio radio interviews and four TV interviews this year. So I never stopped. Right. So now we go, okay, so now we've got this guy who... Um, is that the Avian Awards as a press? This is you. And then you meet Bill Murray. And all the of a sudden, the now only, you're there. I was the only press c- person who was credentialed for press for Avian and the CES show. At the same time. And then you go into doing podcasts. And the different podcasts is like there's What Women Want. Like there's all these different things, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody's doing something now. But, you know, back then it was hard to get into TV and radio. It's easier now. But, you know, because now you have so many different outlets. That's the whole thing. Okay, so okay, so that's. I think this is why you intrigued me because I saw his profile. You guys, a lot of people. I just did. I saw his profile on Facebook and I went, "Holy, okay, what? This guy does what? And then what? What?" And so I'm like, "I'm just going to bring you out here." So now, once you go in your head, craziest experience in the adult industry, whether it was at an AVN private party, um, like, and when I say crazy, I mean like you walked in and you went, "Okay, this was not what I expected." Oh, well, all right. So that's the first lifestyle convention I went to in 1997. So I was supposed to go with Nina. Uh, She was throwing a party, Nina Hartley. Yes. And I never, ever made it to her party because I ended up at all these other parties. So In L.A. or California? No, it was here. Okay, Las Vegas. Okay. It was for, uh, it was was called the Lifestyle, lifestyle lifestyle.org. Okay. Back then, out of Orange County. And his name was Bob. He was the owner a very nice guest. So I learned from the original people in Anaheim, California. So wait, did Nina tell you she was taking you to a lifestyle party or you did not know? No, no. Nina was putting on an event. I said, Nina, I'm going to go over there. You know, I want to go to your party. She goes, all right, Brian, come on. When you oh, get you here, never just made bring it. it. <laughs> no, I never made it. I ended up with all these other women. I at this no lifestyle, idea. but you didn't know it was lifestyle convention the of first time. I did. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Okay, so strange. I didn't know how I was, how was I was going to get in. I was going by myself, and as you know, that's the no no. How did you get in? I, <laughs> you guys, I, I'm thinking you dressed up in drag. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was going up the escalator. 
I practice Buddhism. So I, you know, I, I, I've been practicing Buddhism for 33 years. So at this point, I'm in my early stages. As a, so I was creating, manifesting things. All I knew is like, I'm going to meet a single woman and she and I are going to hook up. Well, I ended up hooking up with seven women in that four and that actually there was there for five days. And, and that was, was the crazy. And that was that was the. No, oh, no. The craziest thing is, and I and I I dare anybody to top this. Playing chess in the middle of orgy, and I won three games. At, was it that night? Oh, that's another day. Oh, I was just checking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, imagine that. Okay. I, and I won the games. So I was really impressed with there it. You I go. Like there chess. you go. Okay, so now we've got that. And then um, when so now you're in the you're in the lifestyle. You're kind of involved in all the different um, parties. And well, stuff. I wanted to know how do you do the parties? How so do you do, do it the you, right way? Do you think that? Um, did you see back in the, like when you were involved in the industry? Okay, did you see us now having all this um, not so much DVDs and people running their own pages and uh, ed- more educated like education? What did I you see? did. You saw it coming when everybody started doing the websites in the in the late nineties, early O's. Every adult performer wanted to have a website, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of nuts because then they hired someone to run the website, right? Right. But the thing is, once you hire someone to run your website, usually a fan, well, that fan is going to take over all your content. Right. And the girls so, didn't have time to do it. So with so, so you've seen all these different things, um, you know, manifest. And then now the latest news, I'm sure you know this, is that Visa and MasterCard have decided Amber that they- Amber called me and told me. They will not. Yeah. So Pornhub will no longer be able to use that as processing payments. So people have asked me, well, Coraline, do you think the adult industry is going to get through this? You know, is it going to happen to OnlyFans next? Is it going to happen to many vids where the credit card companies won't allow processing for payment? And I said, you know what? The adult industry has been frowned upon and ridiculed upon, right? And picked upon. Well, here's the thing And they'll this. keep going. They'll figure it and out and Bill fight would through. say this. Once you reach over to the mainstream side, he would say this, you know, they push us away with their left hand and they jack off with us to the right. Exactly. That's what he would say. And that was yeah, one of his like favorite uh-huh. things. But the reason he said that is because you can never rely on the mainstream side. I was always in the middle knowing both sides. No one knew both sides as well as I did. And the reason for that is because I wasn't in as a performer. I was behind the scenes watching all this. Right, right. And the only reason I jumped in as a performer is because one of the girls, one of the guys didn't show up. You know, it's the days of having two or three shoots in one day. One's running late. Wait, our last guest said the exact same thing. He became the male because the male didn't show up, you know. And or couldn't get it up. Yep, that happens too. Because, you know, too much drinking, too much drugs. <laughs> I never did that stuff. Right, and I okay. Knew, and I knew as one of the single black performers, before I did, I did five movies, before mm-hmm. I did five, was they're looking at us till like this day, they're looking at us like to be judgmental. Like, so I don't sound black. I am black. I grew up white. Right. Like, that's kind of what the show's about. It's like, you know, we, that's what we were talking about when you first got here was... You know, porn stars are beaten and raped, and you know, by their parents, and they're going to drugs, and then that's how they. Well, that's that's a, that's, that's a culture that's, thing. That's ex- how you grow exactly. up. Exactly. That's what we were talking to. Exactly. So, so Bill Margo's you, thing you was to that. tell all those girls, no, you don't belong in the industry. Exactly. His job was to convince you, no, don't you don't belong in, in here because right. you're not ready. You'll be you'll be totally screwed up by that. So do you do you agree with kind of the answer that I gave, which was the adult industry will constantly something's going to be thrown at our faces, right? And we keep stepping up and we keep going. Always. People are. So you think so too? Pornhub will figure it out. Many vids will figure here's, it out. Here's what should happen. And I've learned this from marketing from just, I'm not going to mention 
Disney, but you know, they're a perfect example because what does Disney own? They own everything. Mm-hmm. However, there are billions of dollars in debt right now because no movie theater, no income, no cruise ships, Correct. Uh, all of that stuff. But it, when, so when you own everything, sooner or later, it's going to hit you one way or another. The way to do everything now is to do it small. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the way so to go. So just a different way to go around. Not a- you don't need to do things big anymore. Right. It does not work anymore. Right. So what I what was always the way you did before, Miss, before 1986, it was illegal to shoot adult industry. You did run and gun. Exactly. You never told everybody where you were. Exactly. Those no people set who location. needed to know met at a location, and then you drove from there because cops it. were trying to bust you. Wow. Back in you said 1996. No, this is 19 before 1986. Before 1986. Okay. It, only, it only became legal in 1986. Okay. This is this is my problem with people is that you got to know the history of what's going on. Exactly. Because if you don't, you're going to be screwed. Exactly. They, everybody thinks they're the first of doing stuff. No. No ways. No ways. Nope. And then you can always learn from other people. Like when I saw you, I mean, there's so much I can pick your brain about. Um, of all the different things that you did, so media, ABNs, writing, podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, being on television. set, behind television. What was putting your f- putting on parties? Okay, doing events. Very. You're like you're like me with a cock. Yeah. I haven't seen his cock yet. Except, we haven't shot yet. How many movies did you make? Five? I only did five. Six. And it, and and it, one, and it was like accident. Brian doesn't know. You know I'm hitting on him. One more tonight. Six. No. Um, what else okay. is new? <laughs> so, no, no. But seriously, I want to know everything that you've got your hands in and done and in the past, what was your favorite? What was your most passionate about? In general, right now? No, just um, like if, like for example, for me, okay, if I have to look back on everything that I've done in my life, okay, weddings, ice skating, my most passionate, and what did I really, really love? Coaching ice skating, watching my students succeed. So if I had to answer that question. So you One of the many things that I'm happy is that I got a chance to go on the road with someone like Amber Lynn, who is the toughest person to do stuff for. You know, Amber and I are still friends till this day, you know. I would, I would, <laughs> if you could see me, I have two phones here. The reason that, because the phones are, phone calls are always coming from around the world. People okay. are always asking for suggestions and, th- and things like that. And then I can prove and validate everything that I've done just by, I can show you either from Facebook right, or I can like show a you my numbers. Because today is, we're in a world where, you know, the president, Donald Trump, the guy has lied over 20,000 times. And so for me, you always had to validate everything that something. you had to do. So, so you feel that, that um, so you got to travel with some of the most you know, well-known people and it's, uh, it was Here's like you the knew them back in the day. I've been to 43 states, pretty mm-hmm. much all of them by myself. Imagine driving, you know, traveling as a black man, not only in the county or in the state, but being stopped by cops just by being black. I right. know what that's like. But also, I've been to what? I've been to 20, no, I've been to 27 countries outside the U.S. So I know what it's like to travel as a single black male outside. I've also been to those lifestyle So you clubs get to have outside. all these and see the, how it was treated back the in the day. The reason why I wanted to do all this so I would have the experience so I can say this is how you do it because no matter what, I can't change the color of my skin. Right. However, I've got 6.5 million, well, actually 6.6 well, 6 million views made, a day. You, yeah. But the thing about it, I didn't get there on the mainstream side. I got the help from the beginning on the adult side. And regardless, so I you can't got there. Do that. Yeah, but, so I, it, but I never left where I learned. Right. Which and is you, really, really important yeah. because of Bill Margold and certain people like Amber. So that's your appreciation Sharon is Mitchell, where the... Nina Hartley, all huh? those people, even Ron Jeremy, who's in jail now, but all of that stuff. Right. You take an experience from each and every one. Absolutely. Do you guys want to know what my experience is right now, Brian? Right. What's that? See, I like to like make you guys laugh. I just realized I got three chocolate men in my freaking hotel room right yeah, now in Vegas. 
I hope we can't tell my guests that. No, I'm no. not. Actually, I'm not. You know what? You know what I want to say? I want to, like, what are you going to do with them? Oh, you don't even want to know. But you have, I'm so tired today. Nothing. Do you guys want to well, watch? That, well, that makes sense. We could watch Barney. <laughs> yeah, TV, exactly. So. Oh, that's another thing. People don't understand still. They have a better idea now because all the free adult material out there, mm-hmm. whether it's Pornhub or whatever. Um, you could see all this stuff. But before, you had to go to a video store. Right. Before that, you had to go to a movie theater. What's not around anymore? Video store movie theaters. Right. So Exactly. So everything's changing along with porn. You have to not be able to adapt, and- adjust to the new change. If you can't do that, you will literally lose your life and all your business, if not both. And that's in every, and, and that's, and that's not, not even in the adult industry alone. No, that's in everything, everything in the world. I mean, you know, everything you gotta- is, everything is combined now. There is no divided line. You you know, and I always said this, I was going to be that one person that there were no divided lines. When you asked me about, you know, what, what site you're on? What did I tell you? I, I am on Lifestyle Lounge. Oh, you know? yeah, that, that's what you mean. Yeah, the, the swinger sites. And then... Um, I never hit it. I never hit any of that. Oh, but I was always not. very careful who I told. And the reason exactly. for that is you could be ostracized on the mainstream side. Because remember, I was right. doing interviews for Disney and Merriman. That's right. You were on that side as well. So, But I used to bring adult performers to all the events I went to. So somebody asked me this question this, the other day, and I'm now going to ask you because I want to see your answer. Because you just said to me, if you don't evolve with what's happening in today's day, whether technology or whatever you know don't adapt and you don't say exactly you're gonna die so somebody said to me Corlin do you see in 20 years from now porn being no more judgment on this no more you know laws on where you can shoot or do you always see that we're always gonna have judgment here's the thing first of all you can't say 20 years from now it doesn't work everything is changing tomorrow Mm -hmm. there's people I'm talking to today they won't be here two days from now and the reason I know that because they're not being able to adapt more people are suffering from anxiety depression Mm -hmm. everything else Think of the suicide rate that's up, and they have the, the documentaries haven't even come out on those yet. Right, I'm used to interviewing all those first people that first kind of hand, where I would bring someone. If like I said, you know, if if you tell me who you looked up to, I could tell you who I might be interviewing. You might be on one of my future zooms. You don't know that, right? But I know, right? Exactly. Because I'm very, very good at projecting those things and 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 putting people together. If that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, because for me, like, what I had said to them, you know, and my answer to that is I said, as long as people are exactly not willing to adapt, okay, so stuck in their own ways, they're going to raise their children who are then going to be stuck in their own ways. Here's the thing. And so they're on all and stuck so at on. home now. A lot of those people couldn't handle it. Right. And I was telling people, going back to October 3rd of 2018, really May of 2018, I told everybody what's going to happen. I'm on record for it. I'm still on record of what's going to happen. There's a new strain out there now. It's the brother and the sister of the COVID-19. That's more deadlier. I know. Well, you know what's deadly right now? I still have three good-looking black men in my room, and I can't do anything oh, with of either of you. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> um, okay, God, so you've got yourself in so many different things here. How can my guests follow in uh, the different podcasts? What's the easiest way? Because there's so many. I always send people to our YouTube channel. Um, I, see, here's the thing. Right up until two months ago, I did all this without a book, without a website, without a movie, without a music scene. Right. All of that. Okay. Uh, I'm not that person. I'm more behind the scenes. You uh-huh. know, if you talk to any of the girls, they'll tell you, I want them to shine. It's all about women. Again, I learned this from the adult side. So of all the ones, would you say my listeners are people that are in the adult industry, getting in the adult industry. They are also people that are in the lifestyle or want to learn more about just the sex industry and 
in general. Well, Would they go to the, thing on that. the woman podcast one? Or? The audience is all mixed now. There is no divided audience anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank Howard Stern for that. Howard was back there in 1997 when he did his documentary or at the movie Private Parts. Robin Givens has always been there. Howard Howard started in Connecticut where I started. So the YouTube channel they would go to then would be? YouTube channel, movie reviews, and more. Movie okay. reviews and more. And then we have uh, our, our regular site, moviereviewsandmore.com. Okay, is there anything else that you want to share with my listeners? And remember, my message to them is that they need to open their ears and listen and learn because we don't know what happened in the past, like you share, and we don't know what's going to happen in the future, and have an open mind. And well, be I, I would definitely say this. You've got to be careful having sex now because of the strain. I've said this since February 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is transferable now, meaning if you're not taking care of your body, you're not being safe. In the old days, you had to be safe. Everybody had to have condoms. Uh, women always led the way. You know, no meant no, right? Right. Those things still apply, except now you, where everybody coming from, everybody in the borders being closed or the states, counties being closed, you don't know where everybody's coming from. You don't know who has so what. Regardless it's of- even more dangerous now. That's the scary part. Absolutely. Well, so it's handshaking everything, but bottom, my, my bottom line is don't go bareback unless you know your partner and you're married to your partner. That's me. So, but you know, and True. that's where in the industry, but um, take care of themselves, right? Be safe. Yeah. Be healthy, and um, they know how to follow you now. Mm-hmm. So, and now you guys see, I have to go back, and I have to go. I have again three good-looking black men in my room, and I'm so tired. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening to the Hanky Panky Podcast, hosted by Coral and Jewel. I will be bringing you another interesting guest next week. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hanky Panky Podcast with your host Coral and Jewel. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Hanky Panky Podcast. Join us next time for another edition of the Hanky Panky Podcast. And remember, always be true to yourself.